Hello, 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 friends, and welcome back to another episode of Fabulous, a podcast about self-love, self-care, and, and being, being fat. fat. Are you okay with that? Should I say that with you now, or should <laughs> that always just be a Miss McGill thing? Miss Katie, Katie Kathleen. I don't know. Not girl. a government name. Let's ponder it. Okay. Let's ponder it. Let's ponder. Welcome back to another episode of Fabulous Cousins. We are so happy to have you here. And we can't wait to jump right on into this topic with you. But first, Lindsay, let's get into our GBs of, of the, the week. week. So, Lindsay Brins, yes, what's ma'am. your GB, baby? All right, which one should I start with, my G or my B? I don't know, surprises. I guess I'll start with a G. Um, my G of this week, without giving away too much information, oh. you know, because we got to keep our private life private. A little secret. You know? A little yeah, secret. You know what I mean? you know, I say I'm an open book, but I'm an open book. No, 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 girl. Uh, you what? say you're an open book, but you're only like one of them books on Audible where you just get the preview. Ah! <laughs> so like you can see if you're interested before you buy the book. <laughs> the first 10 pages are an open book. The rest you got to pay for, honey. Okay. Audible sponsor us. Um, but real. my G of the week is that there's a situation that has been in my life for quite some time. What's the has, sitch, Kim Possible? <laughs> What's the sitch? What's the dun, sitch? Dun, 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 dun. That's been, you know, it's been a journey. It's been, it's been a, it's been a little bit of a annoyance and that has left my life. I have been free of it. Freedom. So, yeah, I feel very free. Freedom. I feel free of this situation and I'm very Freedom. happy. <laughs> Sing, Miss Sing. <laughs> But yes, that's my G. My B is, it's interesting enough, my B is actually that someone that I care about is leaving my life. Oh. Yeah. Maybe not forever, though. Maybe not forever, though. Maybe, yeah. Um, I'll, I hope to still see this person, even though they're leaving. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, can you say anything about this person oh, that's leaving? Well, yeah. yeah. She's, she's a co-worker. Uh, we have gotten really close in the year that I've been at Tyson. I've been at... Tyson for almost a year now. Wow. So, um, yeah, but we, we just we just crack up and have a good time. We just get each other's sense of humor. And, you yeah. know, she just felt like an older sister to me and, you know, all that fun stuff. And, and she's she's moving on. She's moving on from Tyson and going on to other things. And I wish her the best. I hope to still have a relationship with her outside of work. I'm sure you will. Yeah. And some of the best friends that I have in my life are the people that I don't necessarily talk to them like every day of my life or even like once a month you know but when we catch up we just catch up like right where we left off and that's like the beautiful thing about Mm -hmm. one of the beautiful things about getting older Mm -hmm. and friendships is that you you've both experienced so much in life that you realize you're not going to be available 24 7 for your friends (laughs) like you know what I mean it's just not it's not always possible for you to be available 24 7 for your friends in your adult life and I, I so appreciate the people that get that Oh yeah, yeah. You have to you have to redefine friendship in your adulthood because when you're in high school, like that's your life. You go to school, yeah. you see your friends all day long, every day. When the weekend hits, you go hang out with your friends. Yeah. Like even in college, that's what it's like. So right. like your high school and college friends, it's like you're with them almost all the time. <clears throat> but when you're an adult, you have to see each other when you see each other. Well, when you're an adult, you have so many different areas to make friends in. Mm-hmm. Like when you're in school, that consumes your that's life. Your so friends. your friends are school. Your yeah. friends are you know. If you have a part-time job, you might make a friend at that job. But when you're an adult, you're getting involved in other things. And so mm-hmm. you have so many different facets to make friends. So, well, that's, that's 
I'm, yeah. I hope that you guys can remain friends too. Cause that it's definitely hard to do, but I hope that, I hope that this person is one of those people that you can just catch up with when you yeah. see them. And that would and, be great. and I love it too. When you meet, when you hang out with a friend and y'all have been friends for a while, or you just have that type of connection where when you get together, you just pick up where you left off last. Yes. It don't matter if it's been two weeks, two months right. or half a year. When you see each other again, it's just like, okay, anyway, where were we? <laughs> those are the best. My my yeah. childhood best friend and I are definitely like that. Shout out, mm-hmm. Su- shout out Susie Q. Aww. Susie is an avid listener of the pod. Thank she's, you, Susie. Yes, she's messaged me a few times, and I love her dearly. We've literally been friends since we were two years old, and we met at preschool at my Aww. church. It was like a two-day-a-week preschool, like a Mom's Day Out program. Yeah. And we've literally been friends that long, and we're 30 this year. So That's a soulmate right it there, It is, honestly. That is a soul connection. Like, you know, a lot of people say, or a lot of people think that when you say soulmate... Yeah, it's got to be romantic. Yeah, it's got to be romantic. It doesn't. Like, Susan is literally one of my soulmates on this earth. Like, we are so different, Um, but I, I don't know. It's just we have had this bond... Over the last 28 years of our mm-hmm. lives. Like, I've known her longer than my own sister, honestly. Yeah. Because my sister didn't come That's into my so life true. until I was six. Mm-hmm. And Susan came into my life at two. Right. So, now, of course, I don't know if we were, like, playing together all the time in the two-year-old little classroom. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But we have known each other since we were two years old. And, wow. you know, she's just, she's definitely my, what I would consider a ride or die. Like, if I needed her tomorrow, I could call her. If I needed her 30 minutes from now, I could call her. And mm-hmm. we don't have to talk every day. She's got a beautiful baby and she's married and, you know, we both have, you know, lives and work and everything else going on. But I know that as soon as I pick up the phone and call her, it's like we were together every day for the last 28 years. Yep. So I love you, Susan. Just Aww, wanted to say that. That's so, so sweet. Yes, I do. I love and, her. and friendships, you learn to value them so much more as an adult because... Oh, yeah. For some reason, I guess... Especially those true friendships. Like, you know, we all have acquaintances that we would say, oh, my friend so-and-so. But Mm -hmm. the word friend Mm -hmm. means so much more when you get older. And my dad used to always say, Katie, if you leave this world with one good friend, you're doing all right. Like one really good friend. And, you know, it's... I think we tend to... Obviously, like social media, we talk about that a lot. But social media makes you think that why don't I have as many friends as that person? Like they seem to have so many friends, Mm. but what you have to realize is most people have a lot of acquaintances that they might hang out with every now and then or go do stuff with, but that person may not be that soulmate in their life. So when you find that person, it's just so much more special. Like the older you get, especially to like hang on to those friendships. And I'm definitely blessed to have like a few people like that in my life that I could just pick up the phone and call, you know, I, I definitely have, Susan is the one I've had the longest in my life, but I've definitely got some really good girlfriends and family members, Lynn's friends. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've definitely been a very blessed person in that area of my life to have some really good people. It that is have a blessing. My back. You'd yeah. be surprised how many people don't feel like they have a true friend. Well, and it's not easy to. to make friends. Yeah, and you As know, an adult for sure. I literally ran into someone outside of the Mexican restaurant today after church, and we were talking about. I used to teach her daughter voice lessons. And her daughter is, like, a teenager now. And, like, I almost don't even recognize her because she looks like a full-grown <laughs> woman. But um, she's a sweetheart. And so is her mom. And I, I ran into her and we were talking. She was just asking how married life was, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, it's great. It's just busy. And she was like, I know. And we were talking about how much busier people are today mm-hmm. than they were even 15 years ago. Like, people are just so busy. And don't get me wrong. I'm one of those people that I love to be busy. Like, if I wasn't busy, I wouldn't know what I was doing with myself. Mm-hmm. And it's a pro and a con, but 
we were just talking about that. And so it is really hard to make friends today because of how busy everyone is. And I honestly think that technology has something to do with that. Like technology was meant to make our lives easier, but somehow I think it has also created more work for us Mm -hmm. because things are easier. They expect more. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's just kind of a weird situation. But anyway, what's your GB of the week? My GB baby. Um, my good of the week and we're back. So my mom called me. <laughs> my mom called me right as I was like, so my good of the week. And I had to stop the recording. My mom literally just called. Which normally you put it on airplane mode. I know. I should do that now. Hold on. Boop. 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 Beep, beep, boop. Okay. We're on. Dax. Chill, chill out, bro. <laughs> but my mom just called me in the middle of my good of the week. And she literally said, whenever you get a minute, which if you know Paula, that's like me saying, can you do me a favor? Can you do me a favor? <laughs> So you say, can you do me a favor? Paula says, when you get a minute. <laughs> so mom said, when you get a minute, can you look on your Amazon Prime and find a motion and noise activated thing that will scare away the squirrels in your grandmother's peach and apple trees? <laughs> and I was like, oh, got it. That is such a country thing to say so in that's, a Chicago accent. <laughs> so that, I know. My mom says so much country stuff, but she doesn't have a southern accent because she was born and raised Southside Chicago. So it's like... Anyway, so that's what I'll be doing after this podcast is looking. She was like, you know, maybe like something that looks like an owl. I'm like, okay. I'm like, all right. I'm like, all right. Paula. I missed that part. That's funny. I'm like, mom, how about I just voluntarily go sit in mommy's tree and scare away the squirrels for her? That would that might make this easier. Anyway, yeah, just drop. So Dax, Dax can hang out there while you go to work every day. Right. So my good of the week would be that um, last night, me and my sister and my mom played at Breakers Marina in Buchanan, Tennessee, which is out toward the river around the Paris area. And it was a lot of fun. That was the first time I'd ever been out to Breakers, and it was really cool. I plan on going back and hanging out because it's by the water. It's Mm -hmm. just a really cool place. I love that area. Yeah, we had a really fun time, and she brought uh, some of the guys from Nashville that she plays with, and we just had a really good time. Brandon had a gig at the tavern, so he didn't get to play with us. But Was Was that guy there? Was what, what guy there? Never mind. Anyway. What? I was like, what are you talking about? Nothing. <laughs> Y'all, I never know what's going to come out of Lindsay's mouth. It just pops. But yeah, that would be my good of the week is that I got to visit with my sister and sing with my family, which is always fun. And then my bad of the week would be that my week has been chaotic. Chaotic. Busy. <laughs> so busy. Like I have not had a day off this week, literally at all. Um, Just with everything going on, which, you know, it is what it is. Some weeks are just like that, but that would definitely be my B. Girl, when I walked in today, you were so far back in that recliner, I could see <laughs> up your skirt. <laughs> I said, you okay, girl? You were so far back in that recliner, I could see your ovaries, honey. What was going on? I know. But yeah, it's been a crazy week. Also, if y'all hear me chomping, I'm chewing on my ass. My ass. From, <laughs> chewing on my ass? My, not just my ass, honey. My sonic ass. My sonic ass. My sonic, sonic ass. ass. So, yeah, so GBs of the week, please don't forget, send in your GBs, y'all, because we want to hear oh, yeah. from you. We want to hear. Yeah, y'all send in Cousin Kiki's, but y'all forget about the GBs. We want to know about your good and bad as well. Yeah, what's hunty. going on in your life? You are part of this pod, honey. You yeah. are part of it. If you're listening, you welcome to the family. Pod. You remember that song? No. Part of the human. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> Shout out once on this island. Oh. That was the first musical we were in together. It was. Mama Yurali. Yes, that is who I was. Don, Don Julian. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, that was such a good musical. And I was honestly, I was so upset about getting Mommy Yearly. Did you know that? I wanted to be Asaka, which was the goddess wow. of water. Which is what Alexis. You didn't know. I know, which is you what Alexis know. Ward played. And mm-hmm. I always felt like I got typecast as a mom, which yeah. I did. But same. <laughs> I was either evil or I was a mom. Yeah, exactly. In every exactly. Renaissance production. So um, I, I was so aggravated. I was like, dang it, I don't want to be Mommy Early. And it ended up being one of my favorite roles yes. I've ever done. You had some beautiful songs. Yes. And beautiful moments. And it was just That it only was just you could have done. Oh, bless you. I can't imagine anybody else that year in Renaissance being able to hold Chelsea Fuller Brown and weep. Oh, girl. <laughs> when I said, when she says weep, y'all, I literally like, I Meryl Streeped that. Yes. I should have gotten a Golden Globe for that. Ooh, a Golden Globe. Or at least a Rennie. You should have got a Rennie. <laughs> Yes. I forgot about the Rennies. At least a Renaissance Award. Yeah. Yeah, you did great at that role. Thank you. Well, y'all, let's jump into our topic of the week. You'll never guess. We're talking about physical Physical health. health. Sing it, Lindsay. Let's get... Oh, wait. Key? No, that was it. I don't know. What? I don't know. The key? Let's get physical. Physical. I'm scared. I want to get physical. Let's get physical. Let me hear your body talk. I was thinking of the Dua Lipa version. Not Dua Lipa. You you gotta kick it old school, not Dua Dua Lipa. Dua Dua Lipa. Dua Hua. Dua Dua what? Dua Hua. You gotta kick it old school. Let's jump right in, girl. Like I should have jump rope more in high school. (laughs) Because. Like I Let's should, jump right in like I should have been doing in high school with them jumping jacks. <laughs> I, I should, I'm sorry, Coach Kelly. I should have done the jumping jacks. You know what? <laughs> Look, I don't know if any other girls relate to this. There's got to be some other big girls especially that relate to this. I think that I had my period for two straight months in gym class once. Because <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. Because I would literally go up to the gym teacher. I'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm on my period. And the gym teacher like, was always seven. like, <laughs> was always like they were always like at least at least at my high school the gym teacher was like this meathead you know athletic dude who was just like okay fine go sit down I was like thank you and I'd go over with my little bag of Cheetos and just watch everybody run their ball (laughs) not even a neutral grain bar no no girl it was my it was my jalapeno cheddar Cheetos and probably a coca-cola you're a Coke girl, aren't you? A Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Yeah, but Classic. I, I'm serious. I think I had my period for like two months straight. Yeah. And he never said anything to me. So Aww. I was like. I was like, oh, I'm he not He was running. like, I'm not about to argue. Yeah. I was like, I'm not running this Especially mile. Especially if it was a guy. He was like, maybe, maybe she does. I, I'm not running this mile today, honey. I am not. I will be over here eating my Cheetos watching y'all run this mile. Have fun. Mm. Have fun, y'all. Because here's the no. thing. It's always, it, it always sucks so bad to be the last person to finish the mile. Yeah, and then any sport, any dodgeball, oh any kind of gosh. sport you played, you were picked last. You were like, I get it, but at the same time, y'all are y'all are rude. I'm y'all telling are rude. you though, there was no other horror. Okay, two of the worst feelings in school: not being asked to dance because you were a fat girl in middle school, mm-hmm. not being asked to dance at the dances, and being the last one to finish your mile. <laughs> being the last one I to remember, your mile. I remember, I would be trying to recruit people to be like, just walk girl. with me, just walk with me. <laughs> be the last one to finish your mile. Be the last one picked for dodgeball. Oh shit! I, oh. Let me try not. Okay, I'm gonna try to be good on this podcast. Try to be PG thirteen. I'm trying. Lindsay. I'm trying. I'm trying. Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, and then at recess, do you remember this? Because you remember at recess, all the girlies were doing this, always having to be the bottom of the pyramid. <gasps> ah, for the yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm Sorry, <laughs> I'm trying to be good. We can't take Lindsay anywhere. Yeah. 
I'll just go sit in the crate with Dax. Go sit in the pen with Dax. <laughs> but yes, bottom of the pyramid. Um, <laughs> Last of First of all, why I was born in the wrong time because when we hit middle school, it was like all of a sudden people actually cared about childhood health. <laughs> school all of a sudden america was like hey some of our kids are fat when you do something about it girl so we started doing power 90 with <laughs> that with that dude p90x <laughs> yes <laughs> what was that dude this was before p90x this was power 90 it was the first original power p90x thing the oh dude i guess that's what p90x is it's power 90 yes. extreme yes P90X. so Ooh. the dude in the unitard <laughs> i don't i don't remember his name but we would have to do those workouts and it used to frustrate me so bad. I was like, why, why can't we just go back to not giving a crap that kids are fat? Like, why did this, why did this have to happen when I was in middle school? You're like, you're like where's the rolly scooters? That's, that was my favorite where day. Is, where is the, what is the, the parachute? The, where's the mother? <laughs> I stopped myself. I you stopped did. myself. You did. Good girl, Lindsay. Good where girl. Where is the parachute? That was my favorite day, girl. Oh, gosh. You'd sneak your Cheetos in there, didn't you? Girl, <laughs> no, I couldn't. And actually. You'd sit down and go. Actually, it used to make me so mad. It used to make me so mad because while we were doing P90X, our gym teacher in middle school, and y'all from Madonna will know who I'm talking about, but I ain't gonna shout him out on this podcast because <laughs> I know this podcast is gonna blow up. I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to embarrass nobody. But our middle school gym coach would be sitting over there eating Doritos while we were all doing P90X. <gasps> Doritos flying out his mouth while he's talking, screaming. Oh he had, god! He got Dorito bits in his whistle. And and of course the the, the thin people were like flying through p90x and i'm back there watching him eat doritos like hating my life the whole time right it was brutal it was brutal like why why during my <laughs> generation did we have to start caring about childhood obesity <laughs> <laughs> could why we not, now could we not have just waited a little yeah. while longer just a little bit longer yep and now be fine Woo! i'll still I love be song. fine <laughs> Are you okay with that? <laughs> All right. So physical health. We got to talk about it. We it's, have to. It's, it's the elephant in the room. It's the, I'm, I'm the, the elephant. I'm in the, the elephant in the room. Let's talk about me. I'm the elephant in the room. So physical health. Uh, okay. So a common, a common misconception, is that all fat people are unhealthy. Or, and that are, they are out of shape. Right. They can't walk. They can't hike. They can't dance. They can't be the instructors for yoga classes, dance classes, any kind of health class. Right. Yeah. But what I also want to talk about today are the health risks and health issues that come with being fat. Because there are health issues that come with that. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk a little bit about both of, like, the flip side of that yeah. coin, right? So there are a lot of people... In the fat community, in the fabulous mm-hmm. community, yeah, that are healthy, yes, and are just overweight, Absolutely. you know, they, but they genetics and PCOS, thyroid conditions, thyroid conditions, yeah. So, I mean, I'm trying to think of like a specific Girl, do example. You, do you remember because this show really changed my perspective 
um, on bigger people as well, even though I have been a bigger person most of my life. There was a girl on TLC. She had a whole reality show. It was called My Big Fabulous Life. My Big Fat Fabulous Life. Yep. Do you remember her? Oh, yeah. I don't remember her name, but she was a big advocate for, you know, you can be big and healthy, you know. And, she, of course, she had her struggles. You know, she wasn't, you know, like, she wasn't eating salads every day and, like, at the gym 24-7. But she did live, live a balanced, healthy life. Right. And she was a bigger girl. And one of the reasons why she was bigger <clears throat> is because she had severe PCOS. Yeah. And she had always been a skinnier person. And when that hit, it just really caused her to gain and gain and gain not necessarily because her eating habits changed or her exercise habits changed but because of her pcos well there's also a thing called insulin resistance that a lot of people don't know about that will literally make you gain weight sometimes regardless of what you eat and what you put into your body um so a lot of people don't know about that. And I just recently, like, did a little bit of research on insulin resistance. And it really will, like, cause you to not be able to lose weight. Um, I actually... Sorry, y'all. We're back once again. My husband got home from work early. And he literally... Get over here. <laughs> get over here. He literally brought me and Lindsay cookies. While we sweet. while we sit here and talk about our fabulous podcast and physical health, I'm gonna I'm <laughs> yeah gonna be, we're talking about physical health today. I'm gonna be well, eating a cookie. Hey, we're not talking about diet. We're just talking about physical. <gasps> that is so cute. That Brandon, does look like him. Brandon bought Lindsay a thank you a cookie that looks like her puppy. Oh wow. Hanky hank. Wow, Brandon, are you gonna say hi to the fabulous community? Hello, everybody. <laughs> All the listeners who don't know, they're like, oh. That's a man. Oh, <laughs> is Barry White here? <laughs> this is a man's web. <laughs> so now I'm going to sit here and eat this M&M cookie while we talk about physical, physical health. health. Um, but but so, yeah, yeah, you were talking about people who are insulin resistant, which I yeah. really don't know much about that. Well. Like, what if I am and I don't know it? Girl, go ask your doctor. I think they do My tests. <laughs> Ooh, she. I think they do tests for it, but I also think that. There's some correlation between PCOS and insulin resistance. So, like, go mm. hand in hand or something. Yeah. But a lot of the people who have insulin resistance, in order to lose weight, have to do, like, weight loss surgery. Yeah. Um, I just love how I'm sitting talking about this, eating a cookie. No, you're fine. Yeah, and, and I know weight loss surgery is, is very taboo. Um, I feel like it's more accept it's more accepted now and people are more open on it. I feel like people, when they got uh, weight loss surgery back in the day, they were... Very down low about it. They weren't talking about it, bragging yeah. about it. You know, they would just say like, "Oh, I just, you know, I, I, I ate, I ate less and walked more." You know, that's what I. I, I and I lost a hundred pounds in two months. Yeah, <laughs> I eat less. Have you, remember that? Eat less, move more. Like that's the biggest yeah. thing people talk about. How do you lose weight? How do you lose weight? You know, calories in, calories out. Oh but yeah. For, you know, people who try that and it doesn't work, it makes us feel like failures. Uh-huh. And it is good to recognize that there could be other underlying things that are keeping you from being able to lose the weight. Yeah. Now look, obviously my diet's not where it needs to be, but I do have hypothyroidism. Yeah. Which means my th- my thyroid is underactive. Mm. Oh. And that can cause you to retain weight. Tell her to wake up. I know, girl. I've tried. <laughs> I've tried. Tell her to have an espresso shot. <laughs> right. Give her some Adderall. Ritalin. I'm trying to feed her this cookie to see if she gets excited, but <laughs> I wonder too if I have thyroid problems because actually my my grandmother on my dad's side and my dad both had to have their thyroids either removed mm-hmm. or something like that. Or um, you can remove a part of your thyroid. Right. 
Yeah, you know what? What's crazy is I remember this is the crazy story, but like my, apparently my dad was on a Ferris wheel like when he was a teenager with my Mimi, and something in him like just went crazy, and he tried to get out of the Ferris wheel. He was trying to. They were at the top of the Ferris wheel. And he was trying to jump out of the Ferris wheel, and my Mimi had to like hold him down. And was oh like, my god! Mike, stop! What are you doing? Turns out he had some kind of thyroid attack and had to get it removed. So actually. Part of my hypothyroidism is my thyroid, my body literally attacks my thyroid. So So your body, I know, your body, my thyroid's like, I feel attacked. (laughs) So your, your body can view your thyroid as a foreign object in your body and it tries to kill it. Wow. Yeah. So... My doctor's pretty sure I have an undiagnosed autoimmune disorder because mm. I have a lot of the other symptoms of that. Like, I have acute asthma. I have mm. eczema, which is a skin condition. I got eczema. Yep. <laughs> so, there's, like, I have horrible allergies. Like, there's there's a lot of things. I have had hair loss over the last 10 years. Really? My hair's thinned out a lot since I was a kid. And now, I don't have any, like, complete bald, bald spots, spots, but I have just, like, lost a lot of the thickness of my hair. Yeah. So, there's lots of things that have been going on in my life that they're pretty sure is an undiagnosed autoimmune disorder because there are there are over there are hundreds of autoimmune disorders that don't have names that they've never right like pinpointed and I mean of course you have your lupus um rheumatoid arthritis you know you have your signature ones but there are they say there's hundreds that have never been named yeah um that may not ever be named or at least not in my lifetime so but anyway so all of that to say, there are people who were basically saying this not to say that being overweight is a good thing or like anything like that. We're, we're basically saying, make sure that when you look at someone who is overweight, you don't immediately think, oh, they just overeat and don't take care of themselves because mm-hmm. that may not be their situation. Exactly. So that's basically why we're having this conversation is, you know, we just don't want people to immediately look at someone who's overweight and think those really negative, hurtful things about them mm-hmm. because they could be battling a lot more than you realize. And that's honestly with anything, you know, not just weight. It's with, if you see someone who their head is shaved, don't immediately think X, Y, Z, they may be battling cancer. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, or they may have a loved one who's battling cancer and they shave their head to, you know, as yeah. a tribute to what the their loved one's going through. Right. So all of that to say, just be kind when you think, you know, when you look at people and don't automatically assume their situation um, because there are people who are overweight that are living an, a healthy lifestyle and eating well and exercising and it's just not the weight, it, their weight issue is not something that can easily be fixed. Yeah. And it kind of blows my mind how rude people have been. I feel like people are better about it now, but like, especially when you watch movies that were made in the past, you know, it's just like the fat person is always the butt of the joke uh-huh. and like being fat and like. To a lot of girls, being fat is, like, the worst thing they could ever become. Yes. The, and, the, like, it's the first insult they go to where, like, a girl and a guy break up. And the girl tells... And the best friend tells the other girl, girl, don't worry. He downgraded. That other girl, she's fatter than you. And it's like, oh, thank God. You know, it's like it's just, like, the, the, the cheapest insult is that somebody is fat and bigger. Which is sad because, you know, usually if somebody is overweight, one, they either have a medical problem that they're going through or... Like we talked about in one of our previous episodes, is they might be going through something emotional. Exactly, and they are and eating to cope yeah. with it. So I've you're done literally that. you're literally kicking someone when they're already down. Yeah, in so many ways. When well, you make and fun of if that you person. think about it, like 
even if even if the fat person in the movie or the TV show or whatever is not the butt of the joke, they're never yeah they they're never get, they the main character. The guy, yeah, they don't get the guy. They don't <clears throat> no. win. They don't get the promotion. They're no. a sidekick. Yes, they are the sidekick, and typically they are either funny because they're not threatening. Or yes, absolutely. So interesting that we're talking. About, you know, there are so many things that we talk about that really make me just stop and sit and think about. All of the movies I've seen growing up, especially as a young fat child, yes, where that we're all of the people, <clears throat> all of the people I looked up to in movies didn't look like me. Mm-hmm. You know, all of the dolls I had never yes. looked like me. All of the everything I had never looked like me. Wow, I was not represented in those things, and that's why you always wanted to be anybody but you. At least mm-hmm. that's how I felt. I always wanted to be. Well, anybody that's why other we've always me. thought we were not good enough, right? Yeah. Because or apparently right. we weren't good enough to be represented yeah. by anything. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's also why you strive. You think that being skinnier, being <clears throat> looking the way the girls do in movies is going to solve all your problems. Well, think about it. Let's let's even go back farther, Lindsay. Let's even go back farther. On Barney, were there any fat kids on the Barney show? Demi Lovato. She was a little chunky chunk when she was um, on Barney. Look it up. But yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Even on, like, but there Barney no, and Sesame Street. Yeah. There were no fat kids. Zoom. You remember yeah. Zoom? Go on oh, yeah. and Zoom. Come on. Out of the box. Zoom. Out of the box. Were there any? Where were the chubby kids on out of the box? They might not have been able to fit in the box. That's why they Listen, got... the only representation we had was Rolly Polioli. <laughs> <laughs> the only representation I had was Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> was Dumbo. Dead. <laughs> This is funny that we're kind of talking about this because one of the things we wanted to talk about on an episode was like fat media. Yep. So this is a good segue. Yeah. Well, let's jump back into physical health. So I want to talk about now the flip side of that coin where being overweight can affect your physical health. It's a vicious cycle sometimes because you want to um, get physically healthy because you feel like one that will make you feel better and make you look better. But two, sometimes looking the way you look is what keeps you from taking those steps to get physically healthy. Because you're like, I'm not stepping foot inside of a gym right Right. now. People are going to look at me all kinds of crazy if I walk into a gym right now. Or if I join a certain class. Right. And that that was something I specifically wanted to talk about. I would love to have a gym membership. Well, I won't say love. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I'd ever love to have a gym membership, but... But one of the things that does keep me from going into a gym... Other than, like, I'm not super knowledgeable about... Even what to do. Right. And I don't want to go to the gym and get on a treadmill. I can walk outside for free. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, yes, Paula. <laughs> honestly. But I I have been the girl that walked into a gym and everybody just kind of looked at me like, mm. what are you doing here? And I don't know I why. It. And, of course, not everybody in the gym does that. There are people there that are legitimately like, hey, good for you for taking a step. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But... But the genuine fear of overweight people when they walk into a gym is that everybody's going to be like, ew, why are you here? Right. When your thought should be. Or if you're like on the treadmill or doing something, you're afraid people are watching you because you know every time you take a step, things are jiggling. Yep. You know? Or they're watching you suffer. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, girl, you're so right. Let me not breathe too hard. You'll be doing the ab machine. You're like, let me not breathe too hard. Does my face look too red? You know, I don't want people to think I'm about to have a heart attack. I don't want people to think that I'm fat and out of shape. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, girl, I was watching this one girl. She did two sit-ups and passed out. <laughs> I, 
I do not want to be that girl. Absolutely not. And what's funny is the truth about it is, is nobody's looking at you. Everybody's doing their own thing. Yes. And you know what? If you only do two sit-ups, that's two more than you did the day before. Ain't it right? (laughs) Ain't you right? And then the next day you do three. And the next day you do four. And the next day you do four and a half. (laughs) Exactly. I'm I'm just saying, like, we've got to be easier on ourselves in that capacity. I will say, I saw that Jackson started a a women's gym. And I'm thinking about joining. I think I might go if if it was all women. Uh, I'll have to look it up, but I saw where they just opened literally like a week or two ago. Yeah, we should go, up. girl. Look it up. I'm interested. Yeah. I really wanted to do Hub City Bungie, but that thing's got a, that thing's <laughs> like, got a weight. Gonna hold me? It's got a weight limit. Uh-huh. I don't know about this weight limit. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 no. I really wanted to do Hub City Bungie, but then I looked and it was like, yeah. the weight limit is X. I was like, oh, well, oh, it oh. counts me out. But anyway, so some of the things that can come with physical health that our attributes of being overweight are joint issues. Mm -hmm. So like, obviously your feet and your knees Mm -hmm. carry all of your weight. Your knees are literally the shocks of your body basically. So every time you take a step with a lot of weight, it's hard on your knees. And I have noticed that like I'm, I'm the biggest I've ever been now. And my knees are telling me that. Mm. They're like, girl. They let you know. They let me know. I remember that know. last episode you said that because Sarah Jane was talking about how she has those beads around her. <laughs> yes. Around her stomach that tell her when she's gaining weight. You're like, girl, I don't need no beads. My knees tell me. <laughs> right. I, what's interesting is I don't notice any kind of knee pain, which knock on wood. <laughs> but I do notice my foot pain. Really? And what's, what's funny about it is I really do have tiny feet. And I've always thought this about myself. I'm like, my poor feet. I have these teeny tiny feet that were not made to carry all this. (laughs) Like, seriously, like, the way my body's built, because if you look at pictures of me when I'm thinner, I'm pretty much, like, a stick. I mean, I had some, you know, I had some some lovely lady lumps. (laughs) Other than my... All right, Fergie. uh, Other than my Fergie, um, I I was... I'm just a little stick, you know? And I feel like my body was only meant to carry maybe 140 150 pounds and that's another thing that's and always we ain't intrigued carrying me. that <laughs> it's always intrigued me that people are built so different yeah oh i know because that's what's like funny two is- people can be the same weight and one person looks skinny and the other person looks yes fat. that's what i would i wonder how how i can manipulate my fat to go to certain areas because i feel like i'd be less insecure if most of my weight was in my thighs hips and butt but no it's all here <laughs> She's here. She's here. And if you know what I look like, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's always been really interesting to me. Uh-huh. Sorry, y'all. I'm finishing up this cookie. Little cookie monster. Girl, this here. is so good. It kind of tastes like a donut to me. Not a cookie donut. Cookie donut in one. Well, another few things I want to talk about after finishing <laughs> my cookie. Um, are... I definitely should not have eaten that cookie, but I don't... Okay, so I don't Do you eat, want a bite of this? Girl, no. <laughs> so, I am a type 2 diabetic. So, after I just ate a cookie. Um, <gasps> Which just goes to show, like, people think, oh, if you're diagnosed with diabetes, that means you have to eat salad the rest of your life and water. Like, you can still eat a balanced diet with diabetes. Well, I my diabetes didn't come from eating sweets. I hardly ever eat sweets. Hardly mm-hmm. ever. My diabetes came from Coca-Cola. Mm. I loved a cold Coca-Cola. Like, there was nothing better on this earth Which to me. Which is interesting because my dad has type 2, and he was a big Coke drinker. Yeah. 
so as soon as they diagnosed me as a diabetic, I quit drinking Cokes. Mm-hmm. I went to Coke Zero or Sprite Zero, right. which is not great for you, but it was, you know, it has helped me because I really do like a, a pop and it was hard for me to just quit that cold turkey. So, um, yeah, when I quit drinking Coke, my A1C plummeted back down. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm still technically in the type 2 range, but I'm almost out of it. So, like, oh, you good. can also, yeah. Good job. You can also get out of being a type 2 diabetic as long as you work at it, like, obviously with your diet and exercise. Mm-hmm. But that's another thing I want to talk about. So, obviously, being overweight puts you at a higher risk of diabetes. And that's a fear of mine just because yeah. I have so much family history of it. And I know I don't eat the way I should. Well, and people live with diabetes all the time. You know, yeah, I really, it's not the end of your life. I really feel bad for the people who are type 1 because theirs right. is so unpredictable. They can't, It's harder to control. It, it spikes and plummets. And, mm-hmm. yeah, so. It could be dangerous. If you've got type 1 diabetes, you're it on my dangerous. prayer list because that's rough. Um, one of our listeners has type 1. Hannah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out Hannah. Shout I saw her Hannah. last night at Breakers. Yep, she's wonderful. You saw her at Breakers? Her and Ryan. Aw. Yeah, they came out to hang out with their sweet little baby bump. Aw. I know, so sweet. (laughs) But. Lovely lady bump. (laughs) Lovely baby bump. (laughs) Lovely baby bump. (laughs) So, so yeah, type 2 diabetes is a real thing. Um, What are some other, like, Lindsay, since you have been thin. Girl, I already know some things I want to ask you, too. Okay, go ahead. Okay, because, okay. So, those of you who know Katie know that you actually went through a phase in your life where you were very physically healthy. You were working out a lot when you worked at Bethel. You would work out with that guy. What was his name? Ray. Ray. Okay, I, I thought it was Ray. Yeah, he had a, a class that he would do, what, three days a week? Something it was a like kickbox- that. No, it was every day at noon. It was Every day at noon, yes. Yeah. On her lunch break, she would go to kickboxing. Yeah. And I remember day. I went with you one time. I could not keep up with mm-hmm. you, girl. You were in way better shape than I was because oh. I went to a few of those classes with you. Now, now and I was keep in so mind, proud of you. Now keep in mind, Lindsay said what you were. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I were, I were, I were well, in still, good shape. Yeah, that was that was. I remember really looking up to you and like being impressed that you were able to do that, and just that you had the discipline to do it because that was back when I wasn't going to the gym hardly ever. I maybe went twice a semester. Well, here's the thing. If I put my mind to something, I know that I can do it. Mm-hmm. But my willpower to physically go and exercise every day is not high. And I think it's because as an overweight person, working out physically exhausts me so much Yeah. that I'm like, I don't even want to think about Because I'm already tired. Like, I'm mm-hmm. already tired. So, I don't want to think about going to the gym. Yeah. And that's... That's bad. I mean, I need to be working. I need to be doing something. I mean, even 20 minutes a day would be good. Yeah. But when you're overweight, you're already so physically tired just from your day-to-day life. And you are a hard worker. You're yes, a busybody. I am. So you would, you would, you occupy yourself mentally. You, you know, say yes to everything that you can. Yes. And honestly, it's part of a, if, of self-neglect. It is. You oh, tell yourself, absolutely. Oh, oh, I already committed to this, 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 and this, and this, and I got to do this for my boss, and I got to do this for my mom, and I got to do this for my husband, blah, 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 blah. I got to take the dog out. You don't make time uh-uh. to pour into yourself, no. which would be like maybe a 15-minute walk. Yeah, honestly. And that's a really great way to look at it. And that's how I need to look at it every day is that not working out is self-neglect. Yeah. So not working out is not taking care of you. Right. So that is definitely a great way to look at it and how I need to look at it. Um, but yeah, that that has been like 
my biggest struggle is mental and physical because one, I'm mentally thinking, I don't like I'm, I'm mentally exhausted and physically exhausted already. So my brain is running like, I don't want to go work out because it's just going to make me more tired. And then I'm going to be, you know, even more tired than I already am. And I don't want to, but when I was doing kickboxing every day at noon and I mean, Ray was pretty hard on us. So it was good. Um, When I was doing it every day, I noticed that it would get easier every day. Yeah, it does. You know? When you stay on top of it, it doesn't physically exhaust you. In fact, it can give you more energy. Right. It can give you a boost during mm-hmm. the day. Yeah. And as much as I loved, in the summertime, it was easier to go to Ray's class because in the summer, there were no students on campus when I was working at Bethel, mm-hmm. so I could just hang out in the office and work. Right. But when I had stuff going on, I would go to that kickboxing class and be sweaty the rest <laughs> of the day. Like, it was just, it was hard to do in the middle of the day, yeah. you know? Because it was like the rest of my day, I had a, my hair in a ponytail. Like, it was just yeah rough. Yeah, because after a workout, I, I will say that. I always have to shower after a workout. Yeah. Especially as someone who's bigger because you're sweating more. You're sweating more, yeah. That's just, that's just natural. That's just how it happens. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, yeah, I can't. I would have to do something either before work or after work. And before work, I'm like, mm-mm. Yeah. Your girl is a snooze hitter. Like, I am hitting snooze yeah. five or six times. And I know a lot of people are like, that's just lazy. Well, girl, that's just, no, that's just, I'm just human. I have a really hard time waking up in the morning. I've always been everybody, that way. Everybody, well, I won't say everybody, but most people do. And that's not something you should be ashamed of. Oh. Because most people aren't trying to get out of bed before they absolutely have to. I would love to be able to get up at like 530 in the morning and go for a walk or go for a, well, I say a jog, but and like, it'll be a walk. That, and people who do that had to go through a season of commitment and discipline. Exactly. Before it was natural to them. Yeah. So don't feel like you should naturally feel like doing that. No. It's something that you have to literally discipline yourself into doing. Right. It's it's It takes practice like anything else. And I will say, getting to the gym is the hard part. Yeah. Once you're there, you'll once, do once something. Once you're there, yeah, you go into, especially if you have a routine at the gym, once, you're, once you actually set foot on your first piece of equipment that day, it's like, it's like just... It's like a riding a bike. It's like yeah. you just go through the motions and you don't even think about it. Yeah, so that's true. So if you true. can get yourself there, that that was the hardest part anyway. That's very true. What was it like when you were going to the gym every morning before school? Was it invigorating like for your yeah. day or was it tiresome? Yeah, yeah. No, it did. I mean, at first, it, like I said, it was discipline and it was it was pure discipline and pure commitment. Yeah. But once it, it became part of my routine, I never had to think about it. My alarm would go off and I would get up and I'd get dressed and I would go and I would do my thing and I wouldn't even I didn't even give my chance to have a thought yet like I'd have my first thought of the day when I was at home eating my first bowl of oatmeal like yeah and that's what people say too they're like they're like get up and go to the gym before you can even think about it <laughs> which it, it when it becomes part of your routine that's how it becomes like it's just your routine where were you, you going it. to the gym peak performance is that the one by the Mexican restaurant mm-hmm. across from Dollar Church yeah Dollar, Dollar it was General? a small gym and because it was like new and it was in such a small town and it was so early in the morning i hardly saw anybody there so that was nice too was it 24 7 like you had a key card to get in or something yeah Mm -hmm. i can still smell that place right now i bet if i were to walk into that place i would feel 16 years old again what's that called your olfactory memory is that what probably i I don't know the official term for it but yeah smells take me back girl i could smell (laughs) the perfume and be like oh lord i think that's part of being a big girl Smells take me back. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I felt really good going to the gym every day. So it really breaks my heart that I 
stop doing that as a habit. And I remember when I first started college, I was excited to have a gym membership again because my senior year of high school, because I wasn't going regularly anymore, my parents really weren't going regularly either, they just canceled the membership because it was just another bill. <clears throat> yeah. So when I went to college, I was really excited that Bethel had a free gym that we could use whenever we wanted. Yeah. And I kicked myself in the butt every day that I didn't continue my health journey in college when know, I had that resource at my fingertips. You know, I used to really, and I, when I worked at Bethel, I went to the gym. When I was a student, I never went to that gym. And when I was an employee, I did go to the gym. But one of the reasons I never went as a student is because there were always athletes in there. Now, granted, where are they going to work out? At the school gym. Mm-hmm. And it was not their, they didn't, they didn't make me feel bad. They didn't look at me any kind of way or whatever. But I, in my own head, was like, I can't go in there and work out with a, all the cheerleaders mm-hmm. or all the volleyball all players the or all the football players. Yeah. Yes. Because Be they're. embarrassed. <laughs> exactly. I'm shy. Exactly. I was like, I don't. I don't want them. And then you add that they're cute on top of it, you know, <laughs> at least for me, you know. I just didn't want people, like you said, watching me jiggle, running jiggle, on the jiggle. treadmill. Yeah. My money don't jiggle, jiggle. It falls. I like to see you wiggle, wiggle. For sure. <laughs> Which is so funny because it's like, it's so funny how like spe- only specific body parts are sexualized. So like, obviously guys like to see a butt jiggle, but, but they run the other way when they see a little belly jiggle. Like, you hypocrite. <laughs> I like the booty, not the belly. <laughs> <laughs> I like the booty, not the belly. <laughs> oh, but yeah. So what what have you noticed, Lindsay? Like since you've gained weight, like what have you noticed your phys- in your physical health that's different? Um, uh, I want to sit down most of the time. <laughs> like I'm serious. Just being tired. Like just being yeah. honest. Yeah. Like like if I have the choice to stand up or sit down, I'm gonna sit down. You know what I'm saying? And like it's like a and I've noticed that too, especially now that I'm getting a little bit older too is I'm always looking for a place to sit down. And I get so embarrassed at my own self. I'm like, I hope people notice that I'm not always looking for a place to sit down. But I am. (laughs) I'm always scanning the situation for how can I sit down right now. And it's funny because my job is like, it's like half desk, half get up and go. So I'll get up and go. But when it's time to sit down, like I need to sit down. And so people will even come in to talk to me. And they're standing up and I'm sitting down. And I'm like, this is so awkward (laughs) that they are hovering... we are both two adults trying to have a conversation and they are hovering over me and my big butt is sitting down looking <laughs> at them. Have but you it's ever, because I want to sit. Have you ever been in the situation where there's like no chairs and you're like, oh, I could like, sit. Oh, no. You're like, oh, I could sit on the floor. But then my first thought is, but it's going to take me a minute to get up off the floor. And I don't want people watching me thing. struggle to get I up off yeah, the floor. I'm going to say, I ain't sitting on the floor. I'm only sitting on the floor at my mom's house or my house. Yeah. Nowhere else am I Nowhere else because it takes me. My le- my legs will be fully spread trying to get up off this floor. It'll be it's just embarrassing. And, girl, and I'll say this too. Because most of my weight is in my midsection, it's harder for me to get up off couches and stuff. So sometimes if I see a couch and it's too, you know, it's too, like, sinky, I'm like, I'm not sitting down because it's going to be a whole show trying to get up. I'm going to be... <laughs> I'm going to be making all kinds of noises. It just reminds me of my face, my face is going to go... <laughs> Reminded me of your granddad. Help me! <gasps> I can't. Oh, help me! <laughs> I can't say all the words Papa said. But help, oh, me. My. help me! Help Wait, me! What are you just looking at me for? Help me! <laughs> That's how I feel. That's me. To get up off couches. What about you, girl? That are you talking me. about your knees? Is there? Do you have? Girl, knees? <laughs> I know you talking about their knees. Listen, my feet hurt. Yeah, I, I, I've been looking into like buying some really expensive shoes because I've been telling myself it's because I work on concrete. Oh, Katie, you're so tired. Baby. I know. I keep yawning. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're good. 
But I'm looking to buy some, like, really good shoes because I've been, like, telling myself, oh, it's because I'm on concrete, girl. Well, I'm on concrete, but a lot of weight is on concrete. <laughs> so it's not helping. Girl, but... if I stood in one spot in the concrete too long, there'd be a little indention. <laughs> there'd be a little indention. Katie was here. Cracks in the foundation. So I think that since, especially because, like I, I've shared with you guys, after my dad passed, I gained 80 pounds that year after my dad passed. And I did notice it was really mostly my joints. Mm. So like, I've all I've always been a very busty girl, but when I gained weight, I got even more busty. Obviously, mm-hmm. so my shoulders I have mm. noticed a lot of of joint inflammation in my shoulders and my knees specifically. Does um, your back hurt? Like just from your chest? Yeah, I mean, now I will say that my back hasn't been too bad lately. A lot of times it's my lower back though, and that is because. I'm very busty, but I also carry a lot of weight in my stomach. So it's all in the front, right? Mm -hmm. Because you know the family curse, girl. None of us got a booty. So we're not balanced. We're all forward. We're all forward. (laughs) Like if the wind blew just right, we're toppling straight straight forward and hitting our face. Um, But yeah, so my lower back does tend to. And I've been to the chiropractor a few times. um, I would love to go. Oh, it was so good. It was so... Did you go to Balance in Milan? No, I went to... Is it Dr. Wyland in Humboldt on Main Street? Hmm. Yeah, he was great. It, it was really good. I think it's Wyland. I think that's right. Um, But, I, I mean, going to the... I, I recommend anybody to go to the chiropractor. Right? Like, even just once a month if you can. Mm-hmm. Um, It was really helpful to me, um, especially in my lower back. Because I would carry... There would be nights, like, a few years ago... Especially right after I gained all that weight. I feel like my body's kind of caught up with like, okay, so we're here. We need to start figuring out how to carry this weight. Mm. <laughs> she ain't losing it anytime okay, yeah, soon, y'all. That's what's interesting is your body does adjust. It does. And I think, um, but sorry, right after I gained all that weight, my back was really bad. And so that's when I went to the chiropractor. But when you said that, I have had some girls reach out to me that, that maybe in high school they were very thin mm-hmm. and they've reached out to me and they're like, Katie, I've gained weight and my back hurts. What do I do? What do I do? What do I, my knees, my blah, blah, blah. You're like, what you trying to say? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I know that girl living with back pain. <laughs> <laughs> I know Katie understands this. I'm going to call her. And I do. It's like, girl, I don't know. My back's just fine. <laughs> I tell people all the time, I'm like, honey, if I don't know I'm big by now, I've been avoid- avoiding mirrors my whole life. So <laughs> that's what I tell people. Like, mm-hmm. just embrace, embrace it. Yeah. But... It was, when you said that, it made me think, I have not had as bad of pains as some of those girls I know who were thin, or boys, whoever, who were thin and gained a bunch of weight, because I've always been big. So, I feel like my body was, like, Like, built for it. I got all kinds of muscles underneath all this. My my body was just, like, ready for it. The way I have to get up off couches, I know I got abs under here. Somewhere. I know I do. (laughs) They may not be abs, honey. They flabs. There's muscle muscle and fat. There's muscle and fat under there. Some flabbies. But, but yeah, I mean, I have noticed that I don't have as many pains as some of the people I know who were thin and gained a lot of weight. And I think it was because their body just, like, wasn't ready. Yeah. Their body just, like, wasn't ready for it. And my body's like, baby, we've been this way. We've been here. We've (laughs) We've been in this house. We're here. Yeah. We are adaptable. Well, what is, what would you say your relationship with exercise is as of now? Oh. Do you still villainize her? I do. Mm, I do. I I villainize her so bad. Because she's Um, not even that bad. (laughs) Poor girl. She's she's a lovely, she's a lovely girl. She's a lovely girl. And I'm like, I don't, 
I, I can't. I don't like her. I don't like you. I don't like her. And she's like, why? And I'm like, I can't give you a reason. I can't. <laughs> I can't give you a reason. But yeah, I definitely, I, just when I think about exercise, I'm just like, ugh. And honestly. I think we need to change the word too. A lot of it is the physical exhaustion that I'm concerned about. is because I'm like, I'm already tired. I don't yeah. want to think about doing that. So yeah, I definitely still villainize exercise. Um, How do you think we can stop villainizing her? It can be part of our challenge this week for us and the viewers. I want to... Viewers, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> the ear viewers. Um, I think that what I want to do is I really just want to find a program that works for where I'm at now, that meets yeah. me where I am, that can, so like... that's not too overwhelming. Yes. That has always been one of the most difficult things. If I join a gym class, I'm like, like I said, drenched in sweat, completely exhausted, because it's stuff I just feel like my body's not completely ready for. And they're always like, push yourself to the limit. And I'm like, mm. I'm pushing and I am feel like I'm we're dying. We're not there yet. Right. I, you're, I'm just happy to be here. I'm, right. I'm happy I made it today. Please, please just be glad that I walked through the door. And and granted, I understand that I can't just like go walk on a treadmill for 10 minutes and be like, oop, next month I'm a size two. Like, right. you know. It's a process. Yes. But I definitely want a program. And I've always said this. I have always wanted a program that was more for big girls. Yeah. Like, let's start here. And I think here. Kind of say earlier is a, a gym for big girls. Yes. Like, let's start here and work our way up, you know, with where you're at now. And we'll continue to build upon that foundation. So, like, yeah. let's start small. Get your feet wet. Get you in here. And keep building up, you know. Yeah. Instead of, like, go hard. Give it all you got. Keep pushing. Right. I, I can't. Like, that, to me, is, like... One, I'm afraid I'm going to have a heart attack. And two, <laughs> and two, I'm like, that just sounds completely exhausting to me, and I want no part of it. Yeah. Well, what if we did something together? <gasps> the Fat Fabulous Girls. Because, you know, girl, I'm going to first shift soon. Maybe that's our challenge. Yeah, so I'll be going to first shift soon. Um, so we can find something, something, something to occupy our dogs, and then we could do a little exercise. What time is that, first shift? Uh, it'll be like 8 to 5. <gasps> if that, 8 we to 4. That. 8 to 4.30. Okay. Well, that'll be our challenge is going to be to come up with an exercise plan that we can do together. I, I I know me. I love to dance. I feel like you like to dance too. I do. I do. Let's do something where we incorporate something we actually enjoy, whether that's a light walk or dancing or just something interesting that we actually find fun. That'll so be the challenge for our cousins this week. You hear us, cousins? Your challenge this week is to find something fun that makes you move. Yeah. And that'll be it. Nothing, there's no time commitment, there's no heart rate commitment, there's no calorie burning commitment. Yeah. Just find Just something that you enjoy that gets you moving, whether it's walking, running, mm-hmm. dancing, jumping, whatever it is, leaping. Um, leaping. Any, any of it. And you know, a lot of people uh, will clean for exercise. Yeah. Some people really love to clean and organize, and that actually burns a lot of calories. You got to think about it. You're huh. moving over here, moving over there, you're bending up, you're picking things up, you're sorting things. That's so true. I feel like that's how my Mimi has stayed in shape all these years. She loves to clean. She cleans her entire house every day. My grandmother's She's too. always been tiny. My mother's mother, yeah. She never sits still. But yeah, that sounds great. That's your challenge this week, friends. Lindsay, before we go, yeah. let's check into our cousin Kiki's this week. <gasps> yes, let's check them. So Lindsay, we who, are ba- ba- who does ba- our ba- cousin <laughs> who does our cousin Kiki come from this week? Who's our cousin? Well, well, cousin Kiki, yes, is cousin thank Kiki, you. girl. Thank you. <laughs> cousin Kiki said, "How long did it take you to put your podcast idea in motion? Ooh. <laughs> and what did you do to prepare and achieve your goal? More or less, the process of setting a goal and accomplishing it." Okay, so we can talk about our process let's and then break just talk this, about let's break accomplishing this. goals. 
Yes. In general. Let's break it down. So the okay. first question was, <laughs> how long did it take you to put your podcast idea in motion? So I think Lindsay and I said this in our first episode or second, whatever, one of the first ones. It was the first one. That we came up with this podcast idea in the parking lot of Asia Garden mm-hmm. after we ate after a big sushi. plate of sushi. <laughs> And I was, Lindsay and I were, of course, just, and Lindsay and I, how long have we known each other? Like 10 years now? Mm -hmm. Which, again, is funny because we're cousins, but we came into each other's lives at a, in a weird way. Like, we didn't even know we were related. So, um, we were sitting in the car, and I remember Lindsay and I were just doing what we do, which is talk, laugh, crack jokes, cut up. Yeah. And I just looked at Lindsay, and I was like, we should start a podcast. Yeah, And Lindsay was like... We should start a podcast, and then you, and then you were like, or maybe you said, "Girl, what are we going to talk about?" Is that yeah, like that? I'm like a podcast. You were like a podcast. What are we going to talk about? And I said, "We can talk about because we always talk about being a big girl and how mm-hmm. you know we crack jokes, whatever." And I said, "What if we talked about like life as a big girl and just yeah. life in general, like our experiences and blah blah blah." And and that's she, probably what January, early January of twenty twenty two this year, maybe. And I said. I said, oh, Lindsay, it would be so fun. Like, we would just have fun. Like, who cares if nobody listens to it? Like, it'll just be fun to get together. <laughs> yeah. And she said, what are we going to call it? And I have, I do have this gift where She's I can gift. come up with just things that are just funny. They make no sense. Like, that's why if I try to sit down and write a legitimate song, it takes me four years <laughs> to write, to write like an actual, the whole time. to write like an actual, like good song. It takes me like four years. But to come up with a funny jingle, it takes me four minutes. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which is so funny. But I looked at her and I said, let's call it Fabulous. And she and was, was like, perfect. That, it, I sold her after that. Because yeah. at first she was perfect. like, we have nothing to talk about. Yeah, well, and I was nervous too because like, it feels like everybody has a podcast. But at the same time, that is just a perception. That's not reality. Yeah. The truth is, is I only know one other friend who has a podcast right now. Really? Who? Yeah, Zacchaeus and Charleston have oh, a yeah, podcast. Yeah. But right. I don't have any other friends that have a podcast. It just feels like the and, podcast yeah. community is saturated because a lot of celebrities have podcasts. Right. But I feel like the whole point of the pod of the whole niche of the podcast was to give people a voice mm. who didn't already have a voice. Yeah. So celebrities doing podcasts, I listen to celebrity podcasts. I think they're great. Yeah. But I really do think that it's really cool when everyday people have a podcast absolutely and the reality is is that you and i have different experiences than celebrities like and celebrities have different experiences and they're hard to relate to sometimes yeah so i think that it's so important that if you feel like you have something to share in it and all of us do is the point we all have something to share and we all have something to hear from somebody else yeah so and if we it's, weren't meant to have a podcast, we wouldn't have been given this desire, this idea, and then we wouldn't have been given the motivation to actually follow through with it. Because for a while there, we were both wondering if we actually were going to follow through with it. You right. remember? Because it was like early January, we came up with the idea. Like early February, we were we recorded the introduction. Right. And then we ghosted the fabulous podcast for like four months. That's true. Yeah, we did. We, did. And we it, didn't do anything for and four you know, months. It might've actually been good for us because we had some time to think and we had mm-hmm. some time, you know, to kind of process that. Okay. Are we actually, are we actually going to do, do, really do this? Yeah. Are we actually, there gonna... is a level of vulnerability you have oh, to take into account. Absolutely. Doing something like this. <laughs> absolutely. And, and I always think like, even, even today, I'm always like, are people going to enjoy this? Like every time, every time we record something, I'm like, are people going to listen? Are they going to get it? Are they going to, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But then I think, you know, we do, like I said, we all have something to share and we can all benefit from the experiences of others. So that's just what we're trying to do here. And yeah. so how long did it take us to 
Yeah, I would say, I guess it would. It took months. us a solid five months to actually post our first episode. Yeah. And then we posted an episode, and then we went two weeks without posting an episode. And then yeah. since then, though, we have consistently we have posted every, every week. week. Yes, we've tried. Yeah. Yes, we have. We've so here we are in August, and yeah. the idea was birthed. In January. Right. Yeah. And we're really excited and we're proud of ourselves because... Yes. I, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of me. I'm proud of you and I'm proud of me. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Thank you for that question. What was the second part of it? Oh, and what do we do to prepare and achieve our goal? You know what's funny about that is I feel like at first we overthought it. Yes. And more so me, I was overthinking it. Oh, me it. too. I was like, if we're going to do this, we're going to really do this. And I was like, we have to film it. We have to propagand it, if that's even a word, like crazy. So we were like, I remember we even filmed like promotional videos that we never even that posted. That we never posted. We never posted because we were overthinking everything. Yes. And honestly, shout out to Sakias and Charleston. They were a big, you know inspiration to me because I went and I was on their podcast before we really kicked it off before we kicked off our podcast and I just got to see their process and listen to how they got started and and they were like you know girl we just we just started recording one day just go yeah yeah and I was like you know what we just need to we just need to go Katie and there are still like Lindsay and I try to meet every Saturday Mm -hmm. if possible I mean today's Sunday Mm because we had a busy Saturday so we try to meet every weekend. We'll just say that. Yeah. So, I, I won't lie to you guys. Even when we get together, I think, what are we going to talk about? What she are we going to? So nervous. Yes, I'm like, Girl, I do. Just roll it because Lindsay's always like push the button. Yes, I, I always say save it for the podcast because we'll literally before we start the podcast or we'll pause the podcast and we'll just say the funniest stuff. Yes. I'm like, Girl, we could have been recorded right now. Right. But yeah, especially Katie, like you're you are so funny. Ah. You're so naturally funny. I, you just get in your head too much, and you think, I "Oh do. my gosh, absolutely, it's do. gonna be awkward. We're not gonna have anything to talk about." And then we just roll off. We just roll for an hour and a half. That's true. <laughs> there's never. I will say this: there's never a silent moment between no, me. And Lindsay. No, hardly whether, ever. Whether we're recording, unless or we're just eating, <laughs> unless we're eating, girl. And half the time, and that ain't silent. The either. most silent we ever are is when we're at the Chinese buffet. Oh, for sure. I'll be honest with you there. For sure. We're marinating. But, and her last one was more or less the process of setting a goal and accomplishing it. So, like, we can even talk about, you know, what's your process, Katie? When you have a goal, how do you uh, set yourself up for success when you want to accomplish a goal? I'm a list person. Lists. So, if I have a goal, like, let's say that I wanted to, I mean, I'm throwing this out there. Let's say that I wanted to write and record a song by next month. I would, I would brainstorm ideas for songs and then I would take like a chart so I would take one of those topics and chart out a bunch of other different topics related to that topic and then I would just start working on it just little by little I would I would set a time that I wanted the chorus finished I would set a time that I wanted the ver the next verse finished mm-hmm. blah 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 so that's I'm a list and chart person that's you are very organized I'll give well, you that I, I can be and then sometimes I thrive in chaos so it's like I'm a <laughs> I was going to say, I, I am chaos through and through. Like, my process when, like, trying to achieve a goal, which is probably why I have trouble achieving goals, is just, hey, let me find the motivation. And then I just trust that that motivation is going to fire me into yeah. doing everything I need to do. And sometimes you burn out. And I burn I out. Too. I do, too, though. Yeah, we so all I, do that. I personally need a better process in how to achieve goals. And everybody's process is different. So... Find what works for you. What yeah. motivates you? That would be where I would start. What, what motivates you? you and turn what turn your goal into that? Like yeah. if you if what motivates you is 
charting it out, making a poster and hanging it on your wall, do that. If what motivates you is doing a whole bunch of research, do that. If what motive, you know, whatever mm-hmm. motivates you, take that and apply it to your process because then you're going to be more stoked and it's and psyched to like get it done. Yeah. Awesome. That would be my thoughts. I love it. We gave advice this week. <gasps> we did. I want you to read Y'all, the rest of cousin Kiki's yes. email though, because it was so oh, sweet. Oh yeah. Yeah. And see, and she finished off with PS. You both are beautiful, amazing souls. I'm proud of you guys for having made a great podcast and making a difference with knowledge and life experiences and laughs. I think thank that's you so, so much. Cousin Kiki. Cousin Kiki. We love you and we appreciate you listening and we appreciate you sending in a cousin Kiki. A cousin Kiki. Keep them rolling, y'all. Yes, y'all. Keep Questions, them rolling. Comments, advice you want. We content love ideas. Content ideas. And and she sent all that too. So she really hooked us up. She did. Thank she hooked you, us up. Kiki. Thank you, cousin. All right, y'all. This has been the Fabulous Pod. <laughs> <laughs> and we have eaten cookies. We have <laughs> talked to my husband. We have yelled at my dog. <laughs> for running around in his cage and making a bunch of noise um as always we've done a lot we've covered a lot and we're just so appreciative that you guys hang out with us every week thank you thank Thank you you for for being being here today today. we almost didn't say it we almost did it i'm glad you thought of it let's do our outro lens (laughs) all righty i love you you should too big girl mood let's Let's go go get get some food food. bye y'all bye